Welcome to A Word from the Valley, a weekly podcast produced for you from Zion Lutheran Church in Middletown, Maryland. For more information about our faith community and our weekly worship services, visit us at zionmiddletown.org or find us on Facebook. We hope you have a great week, and God bless. of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I was so excited. I told last night, um, if this was the last sermon I was going to get to preach for a while, oh, this is such a good text. I was so excited. I was so excited. Um, We switch, of course, back and forth after Easter between Gospels, and now we are in Luke. Notice that. Um, If you would ask me early on in my pastor what my favorite post-resurrection story is, I would actually have told you John 21, the feed my sheep. Um, That was very pivotal for me uh, in the early parts of my ministry. But I think now I would say this is the story um, that I resonate and love so dearly. I said this three or four weeks ago when we had the story of Jesus raising Lazarus, but I think it it is absolutely appropriate just as much here that the story of the walk to Emmaus is so human and so emotionally touching and that we can really, really understand. I almost said when you were about to listen to the gospel, really put yourself in this story It is not hard. The human emotions are so real. This is Easter Sunday, okay? So this is still the day he was raised, and we're in Luke. And we have Cleopas and another disciple leaving Jerusalem. Of course, things are still scary there. They are nervous. Um, We don't know why they're leaving, but we can imagine. And they're walking and they're talking, supporting one another in the days hours, um, in all the emotions, the sadness, the confusion, they are walking along and talking together. And then among them, Jesus shows up. And yes, they do not recognize him. We don't know why. We don't have answers. But they don't. And he says, what are you discussing? And I love this. This is what I noticed this year. They stood still. They're walking along. Jesus talks to them, and they stop. They stood still, looking sad. Of course they did. Of course they did. So Cleopas answers, Are you the only one in Jerusalem who doesn't know what's going on? How do you not know? And of course, Jesus says, what, what, what are you talking about? And they say, all the things about Jesus of Nazareth, one who is mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our, notice the word, our chief priests, handed him over 
to be condemned to death, and not just any death, they crucified him. This is the part that I think is the most human, and we'll come back to it. But we had hoped, we had hoped he was going to be the one to save and redeem Israel. And now they add the newest parts of the story. Here's what's happening with our friends, you who doesn't know what's going on. People went to the tomb, and he's not there. Women, people that we know, and they said they saw angels. And you can imagine the confusion. This is a very confusing thing. And then Jesus speaks to them. They still don't recognize. And he gives quite the Bible study or sermon, or however you want to call it. I wonder how long it took, don't you? He went through all the prophets and everything and explained who he was. But they still don't know it's him. Now, it's getting to be evening. This is the time of day, of course, that... Um, Things are going to start getting dangerous, so you want to get to where you're going, and it's time to have a meal. So Jesus is moving on, and they say the rules of hospitality, obviously. Let's come in. Come. Have a meal with us. It's only polite. And they do so. And he, the stranger that they do not know, takes the bread. Friends, when was the last time he did that? The Last Supper. The last time they saw him all together alive and in a good place, if you will. He takes the bread, blesses, breaks, gives, just like that night. And then is there in that moment. Not in the long sermon, not in the exposition, but in the deed of sharing a meal, that they recognize who he is. And then he vanishes. Now, speaking of human emotions, here we go back. Were our hearts not burning within us when he was talking? It's him! It's him! We've seen him! They are so excited. Again, remember the rules of etiquette and safety. They're so excited, they get up and leave to go back to their friends to share the good news. And they tell their friends how they had seen him and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Hmm. But we had hoped he was the one. I think we come here today, even post-resurrection people, knowing the end of the story, seeing years of what happens after this good news is shared, still with those words on our hearts. But we had hoped, because our experience is only human. There are many moments we go through where we had hoped things would go differently where we thought maybe our faith would carry us differently, where we're still trying to process things aren't looking like we thought they were. 
I mean, as Pastor Matt said last week, two weeks ago, there was a lot more pomp and circumstance. We had an orchestra. It was really bling-bling, if you will. And now we're here. The pews are empty. And the church is the church. But we had hoped. How do we deal with that? But we had hoped. We have expectations and hopes for how things we think should look. And yet, that's not always how God works. God reveals God's self in ordinary ways, even more so than in extravagant and amazing over-the-top ways, don't you think? And I think nowadays we may take this for granted. I know I certainly do as someone being born in 1986. Every Sunday, we see him in the breaking of the bread. Every Sunday, Jesus promises to be with us and we get to celebrate the breaking of the bread. We may hope for something over the top, and yet every Sunday we are promised and met at the table in the breaking of the bread with our Lord. Now, you altar guilt folks will say, do you know how much it takes to get the breaking of the bread there, Pastor? I know, and we are grateful to you for it. But what a gift we have every Sunday. Because I don't know about you, but most weeks I come here with but I had hoped on my lips. I had hoped for a lot of things. And I am grateful that despite all what I think should be, the one who meets us in the ordinary still does that and sustains me when but what I had hoped doesn't happen. Friends, we have days ahead of us. We have more, but we had hopes. Let us relish in, instead, the ordinary moment that is extraordinary at the same time, where we will meet our Lord in the breaking of the bread. Amen?